Welcome to the Christian Worship Center podcast. We pray that this message encourages you and inspires you. Visit us online at cwcbayarea.com for service times and directions. First of all, I want to say uh, thank you for tuning in. Those of you online, I'm Pastor Ray. Um, Today I'm standing in for a guy with the big shoes, Pastor Dan. Uh, I want to say thank you, Pastor Dan, amen, and Sister Angie for allowing me to come up and do what comes natural for me. And um, want to thank everybody that showed up today. It's kind of rainy out there, and I know that um, sometimes it's easy not to come in, especially when it's uncomfortable. But how many knows we need the Lord when it's uncomfortable anyway? Amen? Today we're talking about um, a part of the I Am series, and it's called Driven by Faith. And one of the things that's easy about coming up here, I know it's, first of all, it's hot up here. So it's, um, it's a little bit um, I'm out of my comfort zone being up here because I'm not used to being up here. But I know that my topic is always easy because God is easy to talk about. Amen. Amen? When you owe everything to the Lord for whatever's been happening in your life, and most of us come to him when it's not so good. And when God pulls you out of something, it's easy to explain how he did it. It's like a lifeguard coming to rescue you. You know you're about to die. You want to go look for that person after. You were drowning, and it's easy to want to go find the one that saved your life. Amen. This is what driven driven by faith does. Driven by faith, meaning, God, you, I didn't even see you come in. You came in invisible in the natural, but some kind of way, I know it was you. You know, it's him when you find yourself weeping on the ground, and some kind of way you avoided some kind of tragedy or some kind of sickness, and they said they gave you a bad report, and all of a sudden, you don't have the bad reporting. You know you're made well, you made whole. Maybe somebody told you about Christ when you were young, and you have little bits of faith that play a part in your life. Amen? And when you get to the point when you need him, you call out to, you call out to him, and he shows up. On, he ain't mad at you. He's not talking bad to you. He don't tell you, oh, now you need me. <laughs> Amen? Those of you online, you might be in your living room right now all by yourself. But you're not really all by yourself, not if you're in Christ. The Lord loves you, and he never left you nor forsakes you. You might even be in the car right now. might be sad. The rain might be coming down on the outside, but your rain might be coming down from your tears, too, because you might have got a bad report. But God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask, think, or imagine. Amen? Today's a reminder for the believer, because I know we all got a church... Some of us are good at coming to church. And when you're good at coming to church, it becomes a little difficult to admit you got something going on at the house or something going on at work or something going on with a loved one or a family member. And it's hard to ask for help. But when you're driven by faith, you make a move that's outside your comfort zone. Maybe you call a pastor. Maybe you call another Christian or another believer that you have a relationship with. Amen. And you 
are able to have an outlet like that. Amen. Because sometimes we need to hear from another brother or sister that we know cares about us. Amen. Amen. Second Corinthians 10, 17 says, let him who boast, let him boast in what the Lord has done. So when we're talking about boasting in the Lord, that's all I just did right now was boast in the Lord. Because it's easy to love on him when he's done so much for you. Amen. But we don't have just blind faith. We don't have faith on something that is unknowable. Some kind of way, when you believe God's word, there's something that he tells you in his word. And it says right here, and it says in 2 Timothy 3, 16 to 17, it says, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Number 17, verse 17 says that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Well, there's a lot there. As a believer, it shouldn't take a whole book for us to get insight into the word of God. The Bible says the word of God is living and it's alive, right? So living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. So a live word means that if you slow down and break down a scripture, it's going to tell you a lot. Amen. It says all scripture is given by inspiration of God. That's already a lot right there. God inspired somebody to write this word that impacted my life today. Amen. You could give them a clap offering. Those of you online, if you have one verse, you got enough. Break down that verse. Stare at it. Some of us that don't have God's word yet, today is your day to know the power of God's word. It will light you up. It will give you the power to overcome what you're going through. Amen? Amen. It says all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction. Now that's the tough part right there. Who likes? All right. Raise your hand if you like correction. Yeah. Those of you online, nobody raised their hand. So you know. But correction is what God does. The Bible says that he disciplines those that he loves. And we know that discipline allows for whoever, whatever you're doing in life, it allows to, um, to add to whatever you're doing in life. So a great coach is going to point out your flaws. Who has a favorite football team or a basketball team in here? And you see the coach on the sideline yelling at these professional athletes. They're, they're an athlete. He's not even an athlete. He's in a suit and tie. He's not running. He's not jumping. He's not catching. But he could tell them what their problem is. That's what God does through his word. God is the best coach you'll ever find anywhere. Amen. Who knows you better than the one that made you? Amen. If you take your iPhone to the Apple, to the Apple dealer, they're going to know all about it. You take your Microsoft to a Microsoft dealer, they're going to know all about it. Why wouldn't you want to take your life to the one that made you and built you from nothing? Amen? Today is a reminder. If you have a problem, God has your solution. If you have sickness, God is your healer. 
Amen? You have a problem. God has answers. What we don't do is a lot of times people, when they look at Scripture, they read it as if they're in a hurry to choke it down, and you don't get any nutrients out of it. Some of us got a lot of Bible. Amen. Amen. We fill ourselves up, so we think. It's a long way. They say the longest distance is between your head and your heart. The Bible says knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. Let me say that again online. Knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. And I'm telling you because God so loves you. He loves you so much. He gave us his word. Why do we keep asking? This is for the believer that already knows better. You have all kind of word in you. And you think you needed to come, come and ask a man or a woman for information. All he's going to tell you is the same word you got in you. I had a problem before. I was calling and I had excessive burdens. How many of you guys have ever been there? It comes from the house, it, at the job, everything started to slow down, and it seemed like all kind of stuff is against you, amen? So what I do, I'm sitting in my truck, and I'm driving, and I didn't know who to reach out, and I, the Lord said, well, I don't know why you're not calling Pastor Dan, right? That makes sense, right? I'm going to call my pastor. So I did call him, but you know what the problem was? I already know what he's going to tell me. That's why most of you don't call him, because you already know what he's going to tell you. Pastor Dan, if you're watching, thank you for teaching me like that. He, he might be laughing on He might be laughing if he's watching now. Because I called him, and I said, Pastor Dan, look, let me, let me stop you before you say anything. I know you're going to tell me greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I know that you're going to tell me, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. And acknowledge your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. I told him, I already know all this stuff. And I don't even know why I'm calling you. I told him, I don't know why I'm even calling you. I'm over here in my truck. Tears in my face, just crying. And I'm telling them, I don't even need to hear from you, but I called you anyway. <laughs> That's the way some of us are in this room right now. And all you know what Pastor Dan did? He was so gracious. He said, Ray, Pastor Ray, you're funny. And he just reminded me of all the stuff that I had gone through already. And all the time that God delivered me. And I said, you know what, you're right. Because I wasn't even thinking of that part. I wasn't thinking of that part yet. I was so involved with, I know the scripture and I know how to get a hold of God. And, and, and it seemed like it wasn't enough. But it took another man of God or another, it, it, whoever, whatever the case, if it's maybe you're a lady and you call another woman of God, they're going to tell you something that maybe you didn't think of to slow you down. It's good to reach out, but we don't have blind faith. We have 
we're driven by faith in God's word. Amen. Amen. We got to read the, We got to read, read it, understand it, break it down, and explain it. That's a whole lot of levels of scripture reading. Read it, understand it, break it down, explain it. That's how I was taught. Read it, understand it, break it down, explain it. You want to get a lot out of your word? Read it, understand it, break it down, explain it. Amen. If you're taking notes, read it online. Read it, understand it, break it down, explain it. You want to go to the next level, that's what I advise you to do. Amen. Today you got a little nugget, a little, some notes that you might want to take. Some, today you might hear different scriptures that maybe, because I'm not a scholar. I'm not that smart. I won't always tell you where the verse is, but if I tell you it's a scripture, it's a scripture. You look it up. You might need a little homework. You might have to look it up. Plug it in on Google like I did. Plug it in. It'll tell you where it's at if you really want to know. But I'm not, I don't tell people false statements in Christ. Because all the power is in God's word. It's not all the power ain't coming from me. I'm nobody outside of him. The Bible said. That's what the Bible says. That's a scripture. You can look that one up too. The Bible says, outside of me, you can do nothing. So don't disconnect from him. Ephesians 4.11. And it says, and he himself... Gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors, and some teachers. For number, verse 12 says, for the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. I share that because I'm not your solution. All I do is release the word of God, and the word is your solution. The anointing breaks yokes and strong, uh, breaks Yokes and bondages, the anointing, the presence of God that you believe by faith that that word is from God, that will break you out of whatever it is that's holding you back and breaking you and, and, and restraining you. Amen? I know right now by faith, there's people that are already being set free right now. Because you came to church. I don't know about you. I come to church. A, a lot of times I need to have an answer for something. There could be something. And I know... Everybody here could say, I came for something. I'm not sure what it was. Maybe you're dry over here. Maybe you're not as committed as you used to be. Today's going to be your day to reconnect with the Word of God. The Word of God is plenty. The Bible says God's grace is sufficient for your needs. You can look that up on Google too. God's grace is sufficient for your needs. Amen. I know, this is a different service today. I'm different. Hey, hey, I wasn't taught to do it like this, just the way God built me. So, and I know that um, as long as I stick to the word, I can't go wrong, right? So, amen. That's the same with you. You stick to the word, you can't go wrong. Amen. You're going to be laying hands on your pastor with the word of God, and you're going to, by faith, believe that God will heal him. Right now, in Jesus' name, Pastor Dan, you're going to start to feel better miraculously. Amen. Sometimes we trust in a lot of things. And sometimes you can tell our condition based on what we put our trust in. So when I start over-trusting my job and the job starts to slow down, guess who's tripping? Me. (laughs) If I start putting my trust in a relationship, my wife is here, 
My son is here. Amen. Yes, they give him a round of applause here. They show that. Amen. That, that's why I told her. I said, that's why we got two cars. We got two cars. And, hey, it works out. But if I put all my trust in my relationship that it's going to be perfect, you might as well just throw up my hands right now. Because everything I'm doing is based on Christ. It's not based on my relationship. It doesn't matter if everybody around me stops serving Christ. I'm not going to stop serving Christ. You're the one going to be stopped serving. But I'm not going to stop. Because I know outside of him I can do nothing. All these ideas that I've done, they're all from him. I would have never thought of starting a business. I would have never thought, thought to sit under a pastor, especially Pastor Dan. You already know how much he knows. <laughs> he knows a whole lot. And there was a lot of challenging and a lot of correction and a lot of hearing it and a lot of... But if you're the smartest guy or the smartest woman in your group, your group is too low. You can't be the smartest guy or smartest woman in your group. You'll never learn. You'll never grow. So, Pastor Dan, again, thank you. Because you don't stop growing. I'm trying to try to catch you, but I already know you're not going to stop growing. So, But Apostle Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ. So I follow people that are following Christ. Shout out to Pastor, Pastor Matt and Pastor Nick. They're younger than me, but they're older than me in Christ. They've been saved older than me. They've been saved longer than me. So I count that as my elder brothers. They're younger. But I'm younger in the faith than them. I know if I needed to, I can call them. Because I, I give honor where honors do. They've been walking with the Lord longer than me. So I have no problem acknowledging that they're my elders in the church. Amen? Age in Christ is important, but we need to know where we're at and who we're asking questions. Amen? Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Verse 6, In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. That's all we need to know. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. So my understanding pre prior to the Lord coming into my life wasn't so good. It took me into a lot of bad places. And I, I was hurting and doing a lot of things that I thought was damaging to me. But I was ignorant to the damage it was doing to others around me. I wasn't even a very good employee. How many of you guys good at your job? How many of you guys in here? Raise your hand. How many of you guys are pretty good at your job? Amen? Well, I wouldn't have been good for anybody that has. I would be a horrible coworker because I wasn't thinking of the company. I wasn't thinking of serving there. You know, I was thinking I'm just going to get this money and go, and I was very irresponsible. But then I started to serve the Lord. Come on. And the Bible says... Do all your work is unto the Lord. I took it just like that. I didn't need to go into the Greek, into the Hebrew. That would have been in the Greek. I didn't have to go into the Greek 
to know simply, the Bible says, do all my work is unto the Lord. If you're a Christian and you're suffering or you're struggling at your job, check yourself. The Bible says, do all your work is unto the Lord, not, unto, not as to um, human masters. Amen. What other work do we have? Family work. I have a job to be a solid man of God at my house, regardless of the results around me. I'm, I'm supposed to be solid everywhere. I'm supposed to be a good neighbor, too. I try. I try. Come on. We got most of the dogs under control. And they aren't keeping me up all night. But. Today is keeping it real day. Amen. Amen. Hey, some kind of way, I have a pretty good neighborhood, pretty good area. Amen. And now I can continue to try to be a good neighbor to people. Everybody knows I'm a Christian around me, though. So, you know, um, I start there. But I'm not going around beating my chest. I'm a Christian and I'm a Christian. I'm not doing all that. I'm not there. I'm not God's salesperson. God don't need a salesman. I want some attraction. I want them to be attracted to Christ, not overwhelmed and oversold on Christ. Amen? Because now all of a sudden people are going to start to back up. Have you ever had salespeople? Do you know some salespeople? They never stop selling? You go to the picnic and there they are. You're like, you avoid talking to them too much because it's too salesy all the time. <laughs> Come on, it's all right. You can say it. I don't want to be like that. I want people to know the hope that I have. I don't want to be irritating to people, even though I still am irritating to people sometimes. Because I don't shake off the word. I don't shake off my commitment to Christ. Without him, I wouldn't even be doing any of the things that I'm doing now. Only by the grace of God. Hebrews 11, 1 says, Now faith is the confidence for what we hope for and assurance of what we do not see. See, that's the cool thing about faith. You can't see it. But yet the Bible says you can see it. Amen. It says right there, Now faith is the confidence of what we hope for of the assurance that we do not see. Faith does things, but yet you can't see where it came from. By faith, I believe God's word. Things started happening all around me. Amen. If you're a believer, I'm going to bring you back to square one, to the basics. Having faith in Christ. Trusting him to be your Lord and Savior. Trusting him to be the light unto your path and the lamp unto your feet. Amen. Remembering that God is never going to leave you nor forsake you. Amen. Yeah. Amen. That's all some of us needed to hear today was that you're not by yourself. Check this out. When I read this scripture, it was Jesus was talking to the people that were coming around him and looking for him. They were telling him that your mother and brother is here. So I'm going to read the scripture right now. It says Luke 8, 19 through 21. And it said, number 19, it says, then his mother and brothers came to him and could not approach him because of the crowd. Number 20. And it was not told him, and it was told him by some who said, Your mother and your brothers are standing outside desiring to see you. 
Verse 21, he says, But he answered and said to them, My mother and my brothers are these who hear the word of God and do it. For me, that was explosive to me as a new believer and even to this day. I go back to this scripture right here. He says, those, my, brother, my mothers and brothers are those who hear the word of God and obey. You know, sometimes it's not so easy to remember when you're in the heat of battle. The world and your flesh, they, have, they try to have a lot of pull and a lot of say-so in your life. And so when it's happening... How many, how many of us remember scripture and discipline ourselves not to move in the ways of our flesh? Sometimes we say things and do things out of our flesh, and then we wonder what the, why we got the results that we got it. The Bible says, a soft answer turns away wrath. Did you give a soft answer in the moment of wrath? So maybe you can rewind... And go back to that moment. Did you return a soft answer in that moment of wrath? God is the God of grace. But God's word is what's going to allow us to move in grace. When we depend on his word. See, I didn't even have to call Pastor Dan. I didn't have to call somebody else. I know in the moment of, I remember, I don't try to make the fire worse. When it's not going so good. Especially when it's. With the loved one that's close to you. I try to remain encouraging. And I try to remember, don't ruin your testimony to this person. Who, nobody wants a restart. Especially when you're trying to evangelize and minister to your own family. Restarting is not an option. So I try to always remember what I'm saying. I'm like a, a responsible politician. I won't say like a politician, but I'm like a responsible politician should. Not that they do, but that they should. I watch what I say because I know what it's gonna, the return is going to be. I want to plant good seed because I want a good harvest. How many of you guys want a good harvest? Then plant good seed. Some of us are reaping of some of the seed that we've sown, and you'll know what it is. And I'm guilty of that too. I'm not perfect. First Corinthians nine twenty seven. It says, "I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be qualified, might be disqualified." That's a rough one right there. This, 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 I'm saying this for us. This ain't just for me. This for us. Are we disciplined in our body like an athlete? You know, athletes, you don't see almost any of their, their game. They're practicing for hours, have special trainers, have regiments, have diets, have coaches. And you don't see any of that. But all you see is game day. Because you're going to play like you practice. And some of us are playing like we practice. And I'm not sure that's as good as we think. We have natural ability. We have, okay, that would be like coming to church today and thinking that you're going to be able to run with only this all week. Because we're good at church. 
That would be like an athlete that has a natural gift, but he don't submit himself to coaching. He doesn't show up on time. He's late to practice. He leaves early, and he shows up late. What kind of a believer are you? What do you expect out of your walk? Do we need to discipline ourselves? And I'm talking to you too. This is for us if you're a Christian. I believe I come to church to, have, to hear it. You need to tell me straight. I like you to just say it how it is. And I surround my people, I surround myself with people that will tell me how it is. If I can get some help up here, you guys, um, worship. I have Reverend John Beltran right here. He runs Homes of a Loving Father. I almost don't ask him anything because he's very blunt. So before I ask him, I think, can I fix this by myself? Lord, please. Because I don't want to ask him. I don't want to ask Pastor Dan. I don't want to ask. They'll tell me straight. Bow. Let's just like that. That's a good way. For us to be self-disciplined in the Lord. Before you need to go reach out to somebody, maybe God can do it all by himself. Huh, what a concept. Maybe God will use that where you don't want to have that outlet. Maybe you don't want to go talk to them. Then check yourself. Discipline your body like an athlete. You know where your Bible is. They got Bibles in every kind of form. But sometimes we're too smart. Sometimes we're too strong. Sometimes we're too good at our jobs. Sometimes we make too much money. The Bible says, humble yourself under the mighty hand, mighty hand of God, and he will lift you up. Maybe you came to church. Maybe you came online and you came in walking with your head down today. And maybe you're kind of just kicking the rocks as you're going down the road of life today. The Bible says that he is a lifter of the head and he loves you. You came in one way but I believe by faith, you're going to rise up, you're going to speak life, and you're going to reach out where you need to reach out. You're going to ask who you need to ask. You don't need yes people in your life. You need to have somebody that will tell you no. Going back to coaching, that's what coaches do. If you're good at this, they'll say good, you're good at that. Let's work on this. Maybe you're good at this. Let's work on that. Your footwork needs to be. In fighting, in boxing, in MMA, they teach you. I was because I I teach I take classes in there for a while. And what they don't do, what they do is they teach you how to strike, but they also teach you how to take a strike. They're practicing getting hit. But we have too many people in the body that only want to strike. And can't even take a hit. You got glass jaw Christians getting knocked out in the first blow. 
You know, there's technique in fighting. You posture up when you block. Then you turn. So you're blocking and you're ready and you're getting ready to strike. So even when you block, you're already ready to strike. Strike. Blow. You're always keeping. So you're always ready to attack even when you're. Is that the kind of Christian that you want to believe? I want to, when I'm blocking, I'm ready to strike as soon as you hit me. Jesus had a good chin. I tell everybody, I tell a lot of people in the men's home all the time. Jesus knew how to take a shot. That's why he said you could turn the other cheek. I said, well, I'm not Jesus yet. But I'm working on it. Jesus had a good chin. Does that make sense? He had a good chin. He said, turn the other cheek. Give him the other cheek. Amen. I'm working on my chin. Because I need to be able to, before maybe I would have snapped the first time. Maybe I would have said a horrible word or said something crushing to somebody the first time. But now it takes five times. It's important that we learn how to take blows and be able to respond in grace. Amen. We're going to go to the last scripture here. 2 Timothy 1.7. I know I jumped out ahead. I'm, uh... 2 Timothy 1.7. It says, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. How many of you guys could use some of that? Today's your day to be reminded of the grace and peace and love that God gives. We're going to close with this scripture right here. Psalm 27.1. It says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? That's for you. Online, that's for you. That's for you, body of Christ. Today you came in with an answer. God has your answer. Today you have the word in you. You're able to recall that word, and there's a lot of power in that word. It's like a nuclear reactor in you. God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you could think, ask, imagine, or think. So everybody would rise, please. Stand to your feet. We're going to be closing up here right now. But I do want to let's say a prayer right now. But I want to believe God, the people that are watching on the screen right now. I know that you might feel like you're by yourself. Maybe you think nobody cared. Maybe you think nobody loves you. But God sent me to let you know that he loves you and he cares. And he knows exactly what you're going through right now. By faith, be healed. By faith, be delivered. By faith, reconnect with those that can tell you no. 
By faith, I believe that you know the right people to call that can bring some correction or even bring a recall of the scripture that's in you. I speak life over you right now in Jesus' name. I declare and decree wholeness, peace, and joy over you right now in the name of Jesus. And I say thank you, Lord, for moving right through that screen to anyone that needed that word. In Jesus' name, we said amen. Thank you online. Thank you for showing up today. I want to tell you that God is good. And we thank you for your time today. We love you. And we'll see you later. The rest of you guys, if we need, anybody need, let's, let's just come in agreement with prayer right now. Amen? Since we're all the body right here, we don't. Everybody's in the right same page. Amen. Heads bowed, eyes closed. Lord, I say, I say thank you, Lord. Lord, today was a reminder class. Lord, today was a, re, re, a remembrance of how powerful and how loving and how joyful you are, Lord, in that you, you brought us out of many things, Lord. I know that whatever is on their hearts right now that they needed help with, Lord, you are already going ahead of them, Lord. The Bible says that the Lord thunders at the head of his army. Lord, you are already there to deal with that problem, Lord. I pray if there's any lack for any work for any of these people in, right now in the body, Lord, that you know every boss, you know every employer, you know everyone that's hiring. Lord, I pray you would quicken their heart to call them for the job that they need, Lord. I pray for finances, health, mental health, Lord, sickness and disease, Lord. I declare and decree, Lord, that you are still on the throne and you are God all by yourself. So we thank you. We love you. We honor you. And we all said, amen. 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 Thank you for downloading this message. For more information on our church, visit us at cwcbayarea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash cwcbayarea.com.